Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Getting Animated. I'm your host, Destiny, so let's get started. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope everyone had a super awesome week. First of all, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been so supportive of me uh, with my last episode and with my 28 Days of Black Anime. It really, really means a lot to me because um, it was hard for me, honestly, to come up here and talk to you guys about... um, just the things that bothered me as far as like with my blackness and liking anime and things like that you know I've always felt like and I don't want to dwell too much into it but I always felt like I really were kind of never in one particular group and hearing that you guys felt that way as well and understanding where I was coming from really meant a lot to me so thank you again so much for being so supportive um I would just like to say the hashtag 28 Days of Black Anime has been very successful. I've been able to meet, um, not even necessarily meet, I've been able to, I've been able to speak to so many incredible people uh, in the industry, people who love cosplaying, who love being themselves, and just who love anime as much as I do, you know, and it's been such a surreal experience and I have some more dope interviews coming your way. Um, So thank you again for everyone again, who's been so, so supportive. So let's jump straight into the anime news this week. So um, first I want to say this is kind of a older story. So this February, revolutionary girl Utina ended up turning 20. Which means in Japan, you are legally coming of age. You are 20 years old. You are able to drink. So basically, they're 20, is our 21 in the United States. So, in order to celebrate, they are releasing a pink, rosy colored alcohol. Um, it gives the. Roses are literally soaked in alcohol to give it the color and scent. Basically, um, the bottle also comes with engraved glass showing profiles of Utina and Anthony looking at each other, looking deep into their eyes full of love. I actually just started this um, series, but I ended up, I decided I wanted to watch the show after I read the manga. So I'm currently reading the manga. Everyone keeps talking about it, and I've heard it's such a powerful anime, so I'm very excited to get this started, but I just wanted to let everyone know that you guys can try and purchase it. Uh, pre-orders started, I think, um, February 12th, so you should be able to still get it if you want to. Also, I would like to mention about the Olympics. So the Winter Olympics has started, and, you know, that's great, that's dandy, everyone's super excited, but the most important thing... Last night, I saw all over Twitter how basically two figure skaters from Japan used the Yuri on Ice um, theme music, basically. Not uh, Born to Make History, but Yuri's actual song. And let me tell you how excited I was. I showed my boyfriend the performance. I was like, yes, we did it. Because anime has taken so much crap. You know, I still get weird looks just talking to people like oh you know what do you like oh i like anime 
oh, like Sailor Moon? Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of other categories besides just Sailor Moon. Oh, but aren't they like cartoons? Like how do you even? No. I'm so glad that anime was put on a platform that the world could see, that the world could know. It was so funny. Like imagine watching NBC and you hear an anime song like that's so liberating and I feel like that's such a strong that's a win for the anime community and I I'm so proud and so happy that they picked this song I love Yuri on Ice it's an amazing anime and yeah I'm just so thrilled and so excited and in other anime news Crunchyroll has added March comes in like a lion in English dub so if you wanted to watch it in English or if you know somebody who can't really follow along I definitely recommend this anime it is such a heart-wrenching one it makes me smile it makes me cry it really broke my heart I haven't finished it but the way that they depict mental illness as far as like depression and things like that is so surreal and it means a lot to me just to show how they took their time with it and everything so definitely watch the show if you can. In other anime news, the recovery of an MMO junkie director causes some controversy with his anti-Semitic tweets. Um, so basically, as you all know, I love recovery of an MMO junkie. It was a very good show. It was probably one of the hottest shows last season. And basically the director, I'm not even going to try to butcher his name, but his last name is Igat Yaganuma has been retweeting, tweeting, and liking anti-Semitism content on Twitter since he joined social media. Um, and basically, he recently began to engage with his Twitter users posting in English after an activity related to a certain post. One of the things he had tweeted was why Hitler and the Nazis had to carry out the genocide of Jews and question whether they did and asked his readers if they've ever in investigated uh, the authenticity of Anne Frank's diary. That's just freaking gross. I don't understand why he would even do something like this. It's honestly disgusting and I feel so bad for all, you know, all his Jewish fans who loved MMO Junkie, probably named it one of their favorite animes of the season. This guy is a pig and he's disgusting and I can't believe that he would even tweet something like that. Like, that's completely disrespectful to the Jewish culture, anything like that. It's, he literally was tweeting Venom. Like, how could you even question all those people who lost their lives? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. So, um, it sucks because I know I loved MMO Junkie. I just wish this guy wasn't the one who was the director of it, to be quite honest. But, um, so that's it for anime news this week. Let's take a break. And we are back with topic time. So this week on topic time, I wanted to basically go over winter 2018. I wanted to tell you guys what I dropped, what I kept, my favorite, my least favorite, everything and anything to do with winter 2018. So first of all, I want to go over my favorite, a place further than the universe. Now, I think I spoke about this 
a couple weeks back when the first episode aired because it struck a chord inside of me. It's not your regular schmegler like girl friendship anime. This actually burrows down into something deeper. I want to first say it is gorgeous. I usually say that with all my favorite anime. I have to be wowed visually before I can actually look into the story and this took me aback the first episode. It was so pretty and the pacing, everything about it is just amazing. The friendships are just beautiful and actually genuine friendships. I have seen animes where it almost feels like the friendship is forced and there's no reason for them to even be friends but with this particular anime they do a very good job of story basically storytelling and pacing it and if you haven't watched it I would definitely recommend it. It's my favorite for winter 2018. Next I want to talk about Citrus. Now, Citrus was Citrus was one of the most anticipated Yuri animes coming out. I know a lot of people were really excited about it, especially since it had, um, it's more on the smutty side. You know, it's a little bit more, it's not as innocent. It's not holding hands and kissing. It's a little bit more than that. Um, and it looked really cute, so I watched it. I actually dropped this one this season. Citrus is not a thing for me. It's like they're sisters and then they're together and it's not a healthy relationship. Like it's a lot of abuse and a lot of forcefulness and pushing it down and it's just, it's not for me. I just, I got bored with it. I didn't really care for it. I just think, um, and that's crazy because I read the manga. I rather think the first two chapters of the manga, like I, for, I think I read book one and two and I don't remember it being this bad, but I guess it is that bad. So uh, I definitely dropped that one. Darling in the Franks. Darling in the Franks is... Mm, I don't know. To be honest with you guys, I don't know about Darling in the Franks. Because nothing has happened for me to be like, oh my god, this is so cool. Like, to me, the story is taking way too long. I feel like it is taking forever to get to where it needs to be. I don't really understand the point of what's going on. I want it to kind of speed up a little bit. I'm only watching it for the main girl, to be quite honest with you, because there's a scene where you're in control of, where the boys are in control of the robots, and the girls are, like, bent over with their ass ups, like, and they have to, like, control the robot with these, like, ass handles it's so stupid it's something that you completely knew it it very much went to the guys like it was for the guys and I I just I don't know I'm not really into mecha anime anyways but I thought this was going to be a good one I mean I'm going to keep watching it to see what's going on but as of right now I'm like eh, I'm not really excited about it this season next laid back camp I know a lot of you have been seeing this on Crunchyroll's uh, Twitter, and a lot of people have been talking about this. This is a very heartfelt, laid-back, no pun intended, uh, anime. It's very relaxing. It's calming. It gives me the same feeling as watching um, just something like a, a normal slice of life that isn't overwhelming. It's very cute. It has comedy in it, but not too much it's just the right dosage of everything. And I truly enjoyed Laid Back Camp. I think 
I could possibly get bored with it later on, I'm not going to lie to you, but as of right now, seeing these cute girls go camping is exactly what I need after a long day at work, let me tell you. Um, school babysitters. Now, I told you, I don't know if you guys follow me on Twitter, but I was really excited about this one. Um, school babysitters, I thought was a really good show due to the fact that it was a whole bunch of cute anime kids and I felt like it was going to be another one of those relaxing go-to calming anime. Now I have thoroughly enjoyed the first couple episodes except for this one particular episode scene. There's a guy in the show who gets nosebleeds every time he's around children and it's very creepy and to be quite honest with you i haven't watched it since that so i think that was probably uh the third episode i just that pedophilia is not a joke to me and if that character is going to be a, a standard character i don't want to watch it to be quite honest with you now I've read from other people that it's not that bad in the manga. It's not. There's a reason. There's a backstory. I don't know what kind of situation that pedophilia would kind of be in a joke or changed or anything like that. But I'll probably do more research before I just take it off the list completely. But that's one of the main reasons why I didn't watch it after episode three. Pop Team Epic. I honestly just binge watch these. Uh, I stopped watching it for a little while and then I just, when I get a chance, if I miss like two episodes, I just watch them. One, because they're super short and two, um, they're really funny. They're just, they're memes. That's a meme show. That's all it is. It's a meme show uh, that I thoroughly enjoy. Sanrio Boys. Now, I know this anime was just supposed to make us like uh, Hello Kitty products so we could just buy more. But to be quite honest, I'm not disliking this show. I haven't watched it the past couple days because I've been really, really busy with work and things like that. But I'll definitely binge watch this um, coming up. I really do enjoy it. I think the characters are so cute. Like, they're just so cute. They remind me of the Free Boys. Just so cute. And I'm so in love with all of them. Like, they're all special and beautiful. So... Um, I'm definitely going to keep watching this just for my own, like, heartfelt desires. And I think the last show that I want to talk about is Takunomi. I actually really enjoy this show. Now, it's another drinking show. So, I remember being really excited about Takunomi. It was about four women, all in their 20s, drinking and talking. This show actually makes me feel right at home. Now, it... As far as um, other drinking shows that I've watched, like what? As far as other drinking shows that I've watched, this is not the best one, but I like it for what it is. Each episode isn't that long, and it's just comforting, and it's cute, and I enjoy it. I think that I feel like it's trying too hard, but it's not at the same time. So. I don't know. Take it for what it is. You can watch that on High Dive, by the way. Takunomi. A lot of the other, a lot of the other shows that I was talking about were on Crunchyroll, so you could always watch it on there. One last thing. 
I'll give you guys a quick update about Violet Evergarden. Now, I love Violet Evergarden. It's a very beautiful show. However, I do feel like the characters are kind of bland. It makes me sad to say this, and I'm not sure if I'm just speaking too early, but to be quite honest, I don't, I feel like it's just, I don't know, I don't feel anything special from these characters like I do with every other Kyoto animation um, series. And I just don't feel so attached, but maybe I have yet to learn that. Maybe there's going to be more in-depth about the characters later in the show. Maybe I'm just judging it too early. And I had super, super, super high expectations for the show. And I'm assuming maybe um, I'm kind of overdoing it a little bit. But I'm not 100% sure. But as of right now, the show is still gorgeous. I still love it. But I'm kind of curious to see where it's actually heading. Um, so that's it for this week's episode of Getting Animated. I'm your host. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.